Hey guys, welcome to the New Jersey podcast for Harness Power. I'm here with my co-manager, Marvin, one of my top reds, JP, and the king of solar right there, Dion. Dion and JP are brothers. How'd you guys get into solar, man? That's actually a really uh, funny story. Um, we come from, from cable, um, you know, the same thing, knocking doors and everything. And I actually have a friend that he still works for Sunland. And, you know, he told me, he pitched me how solar works and all that. And then that's it. JP, same thing? Uh, not the same thing, but, um, yeah, the, my background like from door to door knocking from cable. And actually, when my my, when my brother started working from from another company from Sunrum, um, I actually got hired, but because of the pandemic, I couldn't start. And then that's how I find out because of my brother how you know the solar stuff, you know how much money you can make all that. That's how I get into it. Wow! So you guys seem like you have a little bit of an accent. Is that Jersey accent I hear? No, that's actually the best country in the world accent. The United States. Dominican uh, Republic. That's actually, United States second. second. No, I'm kidding. Um, so we're, we're where are you guys Dominican from? Republic. Dominican yeah. Republic. Cool. We were born here, but raised in the NDR. I've been here for eight years. He's been here for six years. Six. Wow. Cool. And we also have the, the star here. Um, yeah, I'll go to get to him next. It's my yeah. co-manager, Marvin. Him and I manage the New Jersey office. Um, I'm a much better person for meeting him and you guys also and uh, figuring out you know a lot of things over the last six months. Tell me a little bit about you getting solar, bro. Solar, yeah, man. So <laughs> it's kind of a funny, interesting story for me. So I was a 18-year-old kid straight out of college, working two jobs, um, was recruited into door-to-door alarms. And uh, I, I did pretty decent in alarms, and uh, I just didn't feel good about selling people higher prices of things they like technically didn't really need. You mean you didn't like telling them that somebody broke in down the street and you should really get, <laughs> you should really get an alarm. Anybody who's in the alarm industry, it's changed now. It's all about like home automation, but yes, in the past it was about just like, Hey, there's been break-ins in the area. Um, I just, it just didn't resonate with me. You know, it was just like, it just felt weird. So, um, after my first full year of doing door to door alarms, I was like, there was this hype about solar back in like tw- like 2012 or so. I, I was looking to get I in. Us, I, I would have started back then. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was fortunate to be in the right place at the right time. And uh, I started solar and it's just amazing. It's just completely different. You know, like you feel good about what you do. You go and help someone out, save money. And like you get, you actually get referrals. I don't know if like people. For free. <laughs> For free sometimes. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Yeah, I do. I do get um, plenty of those. So oh, it was just back. a whole different experience for me, you know, like going from alarms, you know, just it was just night and day. And I'm so happy I made the switch. The 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 big change from one from one company to another and also like from one sales industry to a whole a whole new one. And talking about referrals, um we all know that in solar a big thing is referrals for sure and we also have the kin here referrals that he's he's joe has been winning awards and 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 killing it so so we know a little about how jp came from me marvin so tell us a little a little about you as well joe how much time do you have 
Well, it's um, <laughs> right now it's it's eleven twenty in Jersey. Okay. Right, it was eight twenty, so we got plenty 820, of time. Eight twenty, we got plenty of time. Um, how I got into solar, how I got into sales, uh, both, I, both. Where I started. Mm -hmm. um, well, I started in the casino industry. One of my first jobs. Okay. I started when I was twenty-one in Atlantic City. I did twenty-two years in the casino industry. Wow. And in two thousand and three, uh, actually, in about two thousand and one, I started selling uh, for Comcast Cable, and wow. um, I was going door to door out in Vineland and Millville and. Atlantic City, and uh, loved it. Um, it was easy. Worked four or five hours a day and would make it as much as I was making in the casinos. So I was working two full-time jobs. It was uh, W-2 or 1099? 1099. Okay. Yeah. That's weird because we were W-2. You guys were W-2s? You didn't work for Comcast, did you? For Optimum. For Cablevision. Yeah, so I started in... And door to door that way, knocking at people who got turned off and offered them right. amnesty to give me money to turn them on. And we would get paid for the sale, we get paid for the upgrade, we get paid for the digital boxes, and we get paid if we collected their boxes after they were um, mm -hmm. after they were shut off. We get twenty percent of uh, twenty dollars for a digital box and ten dollars for every analog box. And um, how I got into solar, so a little bit of a path. I started buying and selling houses. I got into the mortgage business. So I was working in the casino, working at Comcast and selling mortgages. And I just was like, what's gonna what's gonna win out? And I got a really good offer to work at a big bank, which was Wachovia Bank at the time. Got bought up by Wells Fargo and I was in the right place at the right time, like Mar said. And um, I fell into being a manager where my team was doing $40 million a month in closed mortgage wow. sales. And we were killing it. What year was that? That was about 2003, four, five, and six. And um, about before, before the big hit. 2007 to 2008, the shit hit the fan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the perennial poop hit the fan. <laughs> um, and everything just stopped. Uh, people were underwater. People didn't, you know, didn't want to, didn't have the work, they lost their job, they didn't have the money to buy houses, and they were upside down. So I had to reinvent myself. So, um, I decided, hey, what am I going to do? A little bit older than most of you guys. So when that failed, I went back into casino business and I came to Las Vegas. Worked for a year in Las Vegas and my wife hated it. Wanted to move back, got back into the mortgage business and the industry sucked again. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I never forget the day I was, um, I filed online for Vivint Solar for a sales manager's job. And I thought it was like the same thing that I was doing, being a sales manager mm -hmm. for the bank. And the guy was following up, following up, following, following up, following up, following up with me. And I was just blowing him off. His name was uh, Dan. Oh, man, what was Dan's last name? He still works. He works for Trinity, a matter of fact. He, Harder. Uh, Dan Harder? No, he's uh, Dan Riddle. Okay. Yeah, so um, he was the recruiting guy for, for Vim and Solar. And I remember the day he got me. It was a hot Sunday in August, and I just lost four VA loans. I'm sorry, FHA loans. And I was sitting in the backyard and I was shaking my head and my wife said, what's the matter? And I said, lost about 40,000 in commission. And she was like, what, what happened? I was sitting. VA had certain restrictions on their lending policies and people didn't meet them, they didn't lend the money. So Dan calls, like, like it was clockwork. Perfect and he says, time. hey, listen, I know mm -hmm. it's my last shot. He goes, I know it's Sunday, because I know you're with your family. He goes, why don't you do me a favor? He goes, we just opened an office up in Atlantic City, NJ6 for a minute right on Delilah Road. 
And I said, why don't you come down? Just listen to the guys. They're really cool. So me coming from a corporate world, I go to the first meeting and I go in a black pinstripe suit and a tie and a white shirt. And I look around, everybody's dressed like us. Shorts, t-shirt. And um, I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? It was like being in a college dorm room. Everybody was standing up and two clapping and giving mm -hmm. a chant. Everybody was excited. Everybody, yeah, it was a lot of like, you know, a lot of, positive, a lot of positive energy, a lot of flow. You know, you guys had some great, I sat in on a couple of, of your meetings uh, when you guys worked for Trinity over across in Linwood. Yeah. And it was just amazing. It was a magey energy. And I was like, dude, I want to do this. Huh. People were working in shorts. I'm working in suit and tie every day. You know, people mm -hmm. were coming in shorts and they're all young kids and they're all making a bunch of money. You know, and I was came from that world. I told him in the car today, I said, when I worked in the mortgage business, I made more money than I ever made until I got into solar. But I struggled. I struggled for the first four or five years because I wanted to Can be right. Can you repeat that again, what you said, um, Joe, about the money when you were at the, at the mortgage um, I business? said I, I made more money in the mortgage business than I ever made in my life until I got in solar. You know, so and, and found another which is, way. Which is funny because a lot of people think that working like in the corporate area of solar, um, it's, it's really tough to make money. You know, you definitely can. But once you become a 1099, and you start seeing those big, 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 big checks. Difference. And it's day night, you know, especially if you, you know, with time, of course, like you said, at the beginning, you struggle. And then, you, you know, you start learning and all that stuff. And, oh, my goodness. Once you know how to manage your business, it's day night. There, there comes a point in everybody's career, I think, in solar, that if they stick it out, that a light goes on. 100%. When a light goes on, it just seems like everything changes. You know, you, you can be with the best people and they're telling you to emulate them, do what they do. But you know what? Until you get it yourself and you go and you realize, oh, this is how it's done. For sure. It's like, wow, you can go out in that neighborhood and be the best magician in the world and go and turn absolutely nothing into $10,000 like that. I mean, just we have the ability to do that. That's that's what I love about this job. 100%. And, and, and let me ask you this, uh, Marvin, that, that you've been, I don't know if it's you or Joe, that been in here in Harness for the longest. Um, he was I think actually Joe. Joe really? Three years longer. in February. Yeah. And three you? I think Just a little I've bit after me. Two years and a few months. So it can be like two years and three wow. months. Wow. I thought yeah. you were close to four. No. So tell me how, how, how you met Harness. Like, how was your... Sure. Yeah. I was out here in California. And, uh, well, we're in Nevada, but I was in California. And I was working for a company called Legacy Power. Not ashamed to say it. And um, they picked me to come from New Jersey to do, be uh, the general manager of the Lee Gen team. So my job was to send out a bunch of guys out into the area and go knock and set up appointments for our closers to close. So what we were told is when we came out to California that we were working out of a Sunrun direct office and Sunrun was going to have three to five week install times. No more than 30 days. And they lied. So all these guys. I remember that, when we were in, in California, yeah, you told me the story. All these guys were going out and closing. I mean, our first month working with Legacy, we closed 57 deals, 57 How many people? Deals. Pardon me? How many people were? We had about 20 door-to-door uh, um, -door guys, uh, lead gen people, and we had about uh, seven, or eight, seven or eight closers. And we closed 57 deals, but none of them got installed. For real. So the, the three to five months, the three to five weeks turned Jesus into Christ. the three to five weeks turned into four to six months. That's how backed up they were. So basically the same thing. So basically the same thing. So so a couple of guys that I was working with, um, 
should we say their name? No. Um, they were Pass. they were managing. <laughs> they were managing with uh, with me as my co-managers, and um, they had an opportunity from Dan Dunn because they met him at a Coachella um, concert. Wow. And um, Dan talked to my two business partners, and my business partners decided that they wanted to make the move. And I was more in the culture that we created. I was more in with my business partners than I was with Legacy. And when they said, let's make the move, I was like, dude, whatever you guys do, I'm all in. So my experience is like kind of funny. I actually have like on my phone, I have a screenshot of what happened. <laughs> I was in disbelief. It the was first insane. date. <laughs> so, so just like what he said, I had heard the name Dan Dunn in passing from like another coworker or someone I worked with in the past. And he was like, hey, you should look into, you know, this guy, you, you might have a better fit. You know, he's a, he's a good guy, but he's also been around, kind of knows like what the industry is like, you know, what he just seems like he's more of your style, you know, right. like, the, in, the ins and outs. Correct. And just to be specific. So like um, me specifically, I don't really like to feel like a number at a company. 100 um, percent. And a lot of a lot of companies do that. Um, and I, I'm not about it. So Dan also felt the same way. And so, uh, you know, after talking to him, well, let me backtrack a little bit, but like I heard his name in passing. So anyways, I'm out doing my thing. I'm working for another company. I'm knocking on doors and I run into a, uh, a customer and they're like, oh yeah, we just signed with this company uh, like a week ago. And uh, I was like, oh, sweet. So how far along are you in the process of the permitting thing? And then she's like, oh, I'm not really sure. So I was like, cool, let me give you another quote. Let's see what we can do. So at the time I was used to where we weren't allowed to do roofs with solar at all. Like it was that just, was, that was a few years ago. That was it was unheard thing. of. That was the stupidest thing. You um, got to put solar on a good roof. That was such an yeah, idiotic thing. And you, and you couldn't do roofs. Um, and so, you know, this lady's like, yeah, he's going to give me a quote and it's going to be a fixed uh, rate. It's never going to go up. And, you know, I, I kind of been in industry for a while where people would say, Fix just meant you know exactly what you're gonna pay, so that means like like an like an. It's inflation. not gonna go down. It's not gonna go up. It's not gonna go down. So, so I'll, I'll show you right here. This is insane. So I saw the the the, the name again, Dan Dunn, and this guy had a better rate than I did. He had a better deal. He had a roof. He had a lower monthly Can payment. Absolutely. Can uh, I see it first? Right here. I'll show it to JP real quick. So look, it was seventy one bucks a month. Zero. Right? Oh God. My rate was way worse. <laughs> she were probably at 14 with a 2.9 without a roof. 14 with a 2.9 without, with oh without a roof, right? Yeah. So here, I'll show you. You can scroll. That's um, history over there. But the funny thing is I actually took the deal. Like I, I sold them on my company because I had never heard of, you know, Dan's company before, Harness. Um. But because of that, it intrigued me. I'm just. Who I'm was the rep, like, by the way? It wasn't Dan. I don't know. I don't know who the rep was. Um, how long did you guys talk? Where was it? Uh, it was in in uh, Pleasantville, Pleasantville, New Jersey. It's probably me. You think so? When we first started, <laughs> I, I don't to, know. When I came so, back to New Jersey. Yeah, I probably said that was. It so wasn't me. It I, wasn't I really JP. don't know who the rep was. It was like, either me or Conrad. <laughs> I I honestly don't know. I I couldn't tell you. But the the funny thing is like. I took the deal. <laughs> I took the deal and, and my deal was worse. Yeah. 
Um, but because of that, I was, I remember being very unhappy with my previous company. So here's one thing that is very big. Like your growth pattern depends on what you want to do, right? So that's the beauty about Harness. If you want to just be a rep and just make a lot of money, you can do that. If you want to grow into management and learn how to be a leader and develop your skills, you can do that. If you want to be a regional, you can do that. The, the limit, there's no limits. The, 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 the sky is literally the limit. So I couldn't shake that feeling like, how is this possible that this other company is doing other things that I can't do with this other company? You know what I mean? So once I was unhappy with my past company, I reached out um, first to to Legacy and their payment structure just was very confusing. Um, but the one thing I really loved and appreciate with Dan is that he's very straightforward. It, it's just very... It is what it is. It is what it isn't. Yeah, with Legacy, we got paid by sun hours. Yeah, I hated that. So depending on the sun hours and where the system size was, depending on how much you weigh, you care kill a lot. Yep. It was like 450. They, they basically like control your Yeah, it was paycheck. 450, 550, and 650. And 650 was the max that you can make. Yeah. And that was like with 1,400 sun hours, dead south-facing roof. Which is funny. And, and coming from Vivint, where I was making you know, $210 a kilowatt. Right. And, and that's a cool thing because like I've actually known the owner of Legacy for a while and I have a good relationship with them. You, yeah, um, you went out knocking with them, right? You and, were hired. I, and, then, and I was like, you know what? Let me get a second uh, opinion with someone I've never met before, but I've heard only good reputations. And the, just within the first conversation was very captivating, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, just speak Especially with Dan, that he knows how to talk. It, exactly. No, yeah. Like he, he just has a way of humanizing his verbs For sure. <laughs> and everything like just saying, cause the guy is, I think he's a major in, in, uh, hey, uh language, language major, English. Yeah. Major. I'm, I'm not smart like he is, <laughs> but he, <laughs> but he uses big words, <laughs> but yeah, even like, with like, his like big the words, precedence. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. he'll stay, he'll say stuff and I got to write it down and look it up after the meeting. Which is funny. Everything that you're saying, because it's, it's funny because this happened to, to us. Um, like I said, I started with Sunrun Direct and then I started working for another company, a third party that <laughs> they're so bad in Jersey that don't I'm not gonna say I'm name. not gonna say their name. So they still own me. They're still oh, own us. us. So <laughs> so it's like you're saying too that the payment structure was so um so um like so confusing and and I and never so I never worked for a company with a red line before. This, yeah, you, this you harness, told me harness I, was I remember. my first job with a red line. And that's and that's also what I love about um being a harness because if you set it if you if you sell something at a price you know 100 how much you're gonna make yeah yeah and you, you and there's dictate, no changes the part is it too, is that you dictate so instead of somebody telling you what they think you're exactly worth, you exactly. get actually what you think you're exactly worth, you know and that's the best part about working for a red for line, sure. a company with a red line because you could sell wherever you want mm -hmm. and you know and still save the company that's that's the thing that i find amazing Think yeah. about the other companies, and you can f relate to this, that we worked for, and we were getting a fixed price per, per kilowatt, and how much money the people who were on top were actually making, right? And they were paying us peanuts, and we thought it was great. And, right? not, and not giving a good deal to the customer, And too. not giving a good deal to the customer. That's, exactly. that's key. That was one thing when I'll say, when I worked for Vivint, dude, I, still to this day, I'm always waiting for that other shoe to drop. You know, like, mm -hmm. they, they'd be like, yeah, go sell that 27% offset. You know, and be, okay, <laughs> let me go sell it. Yeah. 
Like nothing know, happened. Yeah, like nothing happened. But, but here, <laughs> I feel like every time, like I could be proud of everything I do. You know, I sell something to somebody. I know that I gave them the best deal. And I know I still made great, great, great. And they're still saving money. You know, if you can That's go, into, if you can go mm -hmm. into this, I think where the light came on for my thing was, is where I said, hey, I'm going to stop selling and start helping. 100%. You know? That's be the key right because, there. Because when that, I was all about, you know, just going out, trying to close as many deals as I can, churn and burn, never worry about, never worry about referrals. And now the reason why I think I get so many referrals is because I kind of work the customer. You know, I make Before sure, I make sure, I make sure that I'm helping them. <laughs> Facts. And by helping them, instead of selling them, then the sale becomes a lot easier because, because if you look at it as it, not what's in it for me, but how am I going to help you? And because that's also talk, talking in the same, um, I'm the same line, Joe, that's what Harness preach every yes. single day. Help your, your leaders, help your reps, help your customers. And, and, and you're going to see, you're going to see the results down yeah, the road. Without doubt. And, 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 you know, talking the same thing that I was saying that in our, in our case, uh, <laughs> Marvin knows the story very well. I call a friend, actually he called me randomly that he, he works for Harness that <laughs> he cracks me well, up we should give uh, a shout out a shout out to, to nick Zimmerman. to nick Zimmerman. yeah the, nick, nick Zimmerman is the, the goat the, right now he's the, goat. Goat. he's the goat for jersey actually <laughs> <laughs> he brought um, many many people to jersey so i thought you found these guys so nick actually found them and you knew nick no so nick brought me to dion and actually he was he was marvin who convinced me to, to exactly to, yeah. to you know to join let me show you some of the big fat paychecks no, no, actually, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Because I was because I was already making money, mm. you know, but they were not getting installed. Yeah, you know, and I remember during our conversation with Nick, and you know, he I couldn't believe in the red line that that red line for those that don't know is basically anything that you can sell above that you keep it, you know, it's yours. Um, the rest is for the company, and when he told me his red line and his installation times. I thought, I thought, me personally, I, I thought I, it was a scam. A scam I couldn't believe I thought it. he was lying. Yeah, I couldn't believe um, it. And then I remember I said many things to him. And then like two days later, he called me with Marvin. And then Marvin was so chill and like, like nothing happened. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, dude, like we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. And I'll be like, nah, nah, nah. That's, that's not true. Dude, it's amazing. Think about it. All the components that needed for solar, we couldn't do it all, but just sell them a, a reduced rate. So we were really like a third-party energy back in the day. We couldn't do roofs, couldn't do MPUs. All we can do is just give them, you know, thirty percent off on their on what they were paying already. What a two point nine. But look at about it now how it how it like morphed into what it is. Right? We can do trees. We can do roofs. We can do MPUs. You refinance know, refinance, refinance with now. mortgages. And and I think one of the things that I really like about this company is uh, is that they're always thinking about four Something or five new. steps ahead mm -hmm. right let's try this let's try the mortgage thing let's try the the insurance thing let's try the you know something else that's going to pertain the roofing company you know that's going to enhance us as a company because you know we look at it like it's a one-stop shop right if we got to go here 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 and here and then everything is in. like a balance yeah for the customer yep. for the reps yeah and for the company you know this is and i think dan truly cares about you know about us i don't think it's 100%. about the money i think more to him it's about creating something you know, leaving, and I hate to use this word, but leaving a legacy. And I think we're the legacy, you know? We're the ones that have been in on the ground floor. Because when I came to Dan, Dan was only in business like probably a year and a half. And he had scattered, 
maybe 15 reps, you know, and I think tying in Bo and tying in, you know, us guys and then putting the other, the other people in place. I think that really formed what it is now. And I just think if you look at this company in two or three years from now, it's not going to even be the same as it is today. 100%. Actually, when, when I started like a year ago, um, it, it was, it was, it was nowhere near where it is right now, you know? In Jersey, in Jersey, we were like how many? Like four people or yeah. three people? It was you. Hey, Nick, hey. Nick was Nick was part time, so basically it didn't count. Right. And Plus, JP came after like two months. I would probably say or we, matter of fact, uh, I start with Harness uh, October 11. So I'm gonna be a year and ten days. Wow. Oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah. So you basically, started, you started like a month before. I me. probably mm, a month. yeah. I probably says. Middle of September or something like that. Ah, so you've been here a year. Mm -hmm. So, and I knew about you guys from a mutual friend, and they were like, "Oh, why don't you guys?" He called me a couple of times, and I'm like, "Who's this guy called me?" Who, Mar Marvin. Marvin. Yeah, I told because I was because I was yeah. like the lone wolf down <laughs> in South Jersey, you know, and I was just um, I was just putting in my three, four, five a month, and he was like, "Dude, he goes, let's get together. We'll get a much lower. We'll bring down the pricing. We'll get a raise. Well, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll call you in a couple of weeks." You know, just like I kind of like avoided it. I was just not into it. I didn't want to manage. I was just like, you know, just want to do my own thing. I was like the lone wolf, like I said. That's my yeah. handle. <laughs> lone wolf. And I was just putting my deals in. I had a couple of guys that were under me that I took from Legacy. And they were putting deals in. And I was getting some overrides from them. But we never really had an office. It was just like all scattered. Those guys were still working for Legacy. And they were still putting deals in with Dan because Dan had a better red line. Um, and it was just, I was just happy. But for me, to be honest with you, um, um, Joe, there's two things that I tell JP all the time. Two things that I like that I love about Harness. It's the family that we have. That's number one and it's key. And number two, for us, for being reps, is how fast a job can get installed. Yeah. I agree with that too, because I left I left um Vivid for that same reason. Uh, I probably say seventy percent of reps that leave another company is because they're do their job they and they're not getting paid. paid. Yep. Gotta wait three months. Four or months. more. Yep. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> you don't get you never get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be working for that company for two months. Oh my no. goodness, man. So for any anybody that is looking to to change their lives, to make money that not even doctors are making. Yeah, because they, gotta, yourself pay, like they gotta pay a lot says. of insurance <laughs> have freedom freedom uh, the Financial biggest thing freedom. for me and what he just said is 100 percent key mm -hmm. yeah you know is to be your own boss how many times could you say in your lifetime that you'll get an opportunity with absolutely zero out of pocket you own your own business you you got all the back house staffing you got all the technology and it didn't cost you a cent all you got to do is go out and sell that's the opera. That is what you'd call the American dream. That is the opportunity of a lifetime. 100%. We're business owners. 100%. Right? We're business owners. So how are you going to go? If you got to get marketing, it's going to cost you 50 grand. If you got to get all the technology, it's going to cost you 100 grand. If you got to hire and set up the people and get a back office and do payroll and do uh, all the technical HR stuff, mm -hmm. you know, that's all done for you. You know, so that that's that's it. If I'm going to say anything to anybody, you want to change your life, you want to be a business owner, this is something that will give you 100% freedom. Mm -hmm. Never have to miss a kid's soccer game. You never have to miss any practices. You never have to miss any plays. You know, if you got kids, you got one coming on the way. You know, I have a couple. 
and uh, Marco. And uh, it just Progress. allows you the freedom. The freedom is sometimes more important than the money. You could always make money. 100%. Right? But if you have freedom, there's nothing. You can't put a price tag on it. What's that commercial? It's priceless. Mm -hmm. right? priceless. It's priceless. 100%. That's so true. Oh, my goodness. For me, freedom is, is, is another level, you know. And when, when I heard that word, freedom, freedom gives you power to, yeah. to help your, your family. Um, and it's, it's, it's a blessing, you know. Yeah, but blessing, I punched definitely. in and out in the same door and went in and out for 20 years. The same door, the same stairwell, the same thing for 20 years. Dude, I met incredible people. I met you. I've traveled every couple of months. If you're guys, anybody you know that wants to get into this, I would say if you want to get into anything, you got to be willing to sacrifice in the beginning. But the fruits of your labor are going to be, two, you three, stick it two, out. Two three months later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's worth it. You know, in Jersey, we got a lot of people with a lot of knowledge and we got a lot of, um, a lot of great sales people that just want to help people. So if you're looking for a new career, if you're looking for, um, for anything like that, hit me up on Instagram at JYD1962, <laughs> and I'll be looking to talk to you. Uh, in Marvin, he doesn't use his Instagram, but I don't. You can still, you can still do it. You know, <laughs> you can call me at six seven eight six four zero seven two eight two. I do more of the personal touch kind of there thing. You go. So ninety cents a minute. <laughs> I know, I know. So no, so I mean, we talked a lot about like that kind of stuff, which is amazing because you you do have freedom and you can make money faster than you think. And again, one thing I teach is always the money is a byproduct. It's not really necessarily about the, by, about the, the money you're, you're going to make it here as long as you're working hard. Right. So, um, focus on more on what you're doing. So speaking of which, like we always talk about like the freedom and the money, right. But what other aspects of the culture do you guys like working here at Harness? Dude, I love the camaraderie. I mean, I love, you know, picking up the phone and people are on the other side of the country and it's like, you you know, you're standing with them, that you talk to them and, you know, I really feel that our culture is more family. You know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm any better than him or, exactly. or I'm any better than him. Everybody's on a plate, you know, these guys, you guys are my brothers, my sisters, you know, we go to war with everybody every, uh, every week and every month and every quarter with each other. So I feel the culture of our office for me, it's just family. You know, it's everybody hugging when we see each other. It's better than family, yeah. you know, because you can't pick your family. That's right. right. So, you know, you got your family and you love them, but you love them in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, here we love everybody because the respect we all give each other. We're all really good at what we do, you know, and we all, we all probably we help each other. We help each other. And I think we're all got the great mindset going in the same direction. And I think that's what makes a great office. One thing to touch on that too is like, this is, this sounds so weird and like, it's probably one of my favorite things. And like one of my favorite feelings is whenever we do get together, it isn't like, Hey, how you doing? How, like you're catching up. It's almost like you had that long relationship already with a friend and you're just picking up where you left yeah. off, you know? And, and that's the definition of having a good friend. I mean, how many people have friends that they have for 20 years or, you know, whatever, 10 years and you haven't spoken to them in like six months. And then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you pick up the phone or you see them on uh, social media and you start talking like, like no like, time's like even elapsed. Happened. Yeah. And that's what I feel like we all got. Mm -hmm. You know, like we could pick up any time and talk to each other and be like, hey, we can talk to you guys in a week and a half, but boom. You know, and everybody's there to help. That's another good thing that I like, you know. We all share our ideas. We 
the group me is an off is an awesome tool if you think about it and use it the right way the group me is uh we pump everybody up we share ideas you know we share achievements so the best thing about group me is we share everybody's successes well, talk, talking about group me um joe what happened with you in the morning when you sent a text like around 6 30 or 7 <laughs> because I like sometimes that. i'm up yeah. and, I, and i see you so oh, yeah so t talk to me a little bit about those little texts that you send uh you talking about the text or my group me uh my group the group me text. chats so i'm i'm like a big cheerleader i, I kind of look at it like <laughs> um like i'm gonna give you guys all the accolades you deserve and just cheer the team on i kind of feel that Group me is definitely motivational. It could be used as a double-edged sword. We can use it to kind of scold people in certain ways in a backhanded way. And we could also bring people up, you know, and pick them up when they may not be feeling like What it, I like you know? about group me actually is that we keep a positive vibe. Yeah. You know, we don't talk about and, and when they don't, what do we do? We pull them off. <laughs> we take them off group me. We, 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 put them we in talk timeout. to them and we say we put them in timeout. Put them in a timeout. And say, <laughs> you cannot say this. You cannot say that. You know? And... But yeah, group me is it's a tool that I remember when Marvin got to sell. I think so it was Wednesday or Thursday. Dude, it motivates. Uh, How about it? Doesn't it motivate? Me. He got one. I want to get one. I know. You right? know, like screw him. I'm next. You know, mm -hmm. I want one too now. For sure, for sure, man. It's 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 a blessing where we are. Look, look, where are we? We're in Nevada. Yeah. Right, if you guys Anderson, can see around, right? if you guys oh can see gosh, around I the room, this is awesome. The perks are unbelievable. Where we are, yeah. what we're doing. The perks, I think, are a big part of um, of the culture, you know. And one thing I said to Sherman today, I go, "My God, Dan didn't spend, he didn't spare any expense, you know. It's like just we're, we're doing a job, mm -hmm. and I don't like to call it a job because my definition of job is a little different than everybody else's. But um, we're doing something bigger, you know, than and it's getting bigger. Are. Yeah, yep. And I don't know if you noticed. Most of the owners keep every money that they that they make from from overrides and all that stuff, and they just keep it for themselves. For example, Dan takes I don't know how much percentage, but I'm 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 guessing it's pretty high, and he buys free flights for for those that you know are doing good, and for those that are not actually too. Hotels, trips. We were in a yacht like. Like, how long? Like what? two, two, two weeks ago. On a yacht. A yacht. It was a yacht. It's a yeti. A yeti. <laughs> it was a, it was a, weeks ago. It was a yacht for you white people. <laughs> you were there. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm just I saying know. whoever hears this. I don't know what a yacht is. The yacht. They might say, what's that? That's, that's <laughs> how we say But the, the key thing is the difference between a boss and a leader. It's just a leader going to show you the way how to make money. Yeah, I believe we have leaders in this company from Dan, Bo, Owen, and my managers. Uh, we don't have yeah, bosses. Yeah, Joe, but not Marvin. <laughs> so oh, we don't, okay. we don't, when you have a boss, like you like, I don't know if you have felt that way, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, you feel like scared, you don't trust them. Like, mm -hmm. like they are there to ruin your life, not to help you out. So when you have a leader, you know, whatever it takes, to you be successful, they're gonna be the 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 guy to help you out. So no J matter what so way. JP, can I ask you a question? Of course. <laughs> you seem like you have some trust issues. Me? Were you not hugged as a baby? <laughs> uh, okay. Of course. Just Logan. checking. Go ahead. Proceed. 
No, but like that's the key thing about harness that we have leaders, we don't have bosses. And it's that's so the funny. Beauty, it's so the funny that, that. I, I tell I I've been telling this Dan for for a little while. Even my dad loves harness. Yeah, your dad. I miss you. And he doesn't even speak English. <laughs> yeah, your dad's a your dad's right? a good guy. He, he was feel, cops. If he, the only, cops, right? Every time he's mm-hmm. here, he feels like he's in he's the a family. And he doesn't yeah. speak English yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So all right. and you, Joe, the first thing that you said is your dad coming? Yeah. So here, so yeah, so it's it's it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. See, we get to meet, you know, we, we get to meet other people. We meet part of your family, your wives, your kids come, you know. We know Kenzie, and now you're gonna have a baby, and that's right. Marvin's gonna be a dad. It's, I'm it's, a dad. That's right. It's, it's coming. What are you it's having? Coming. I'm having a boy. Awesome. I'm blessed, man. I'm excited. Congratulations. Man. It's gonna be awesome. What's his name gonna be? <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's still we have wrong? three names. Um, Dion, it, <laughs> Joe, Alexander, <laughs> and JP. It's one of those things where, like, when she's holding him, she's gonna figure out which one's. I've done that. Right one. I've yeah. done that. Mm-hmm. So, couldn't decide. And then when we saw her, that's yeah. when we decided who she was. That's Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many months are you gonna take off? Two or three? Nah, you won't see him. This I don't know, man. Born in a couple weeks. It's so you won't see him in February. That's a weird. No, no. no <laughs> I, I feel weird not working. Like I feel weird, like not putting in deals. I feel like I'm. I'm not contributing. I'm not doing enough for my team. You know. Um, it's funny because he was talking about the leaders and stuff. So. I don't know if uh, anybody listening to this has ever felt this way before, but I've had managers where, you know, they're just telling me what to do and like they're supposed to be leading by example, but they don't know what's going on. They don't the even field. know how to do it either. Exactly. It, it, it's, it just makes no sense. You know, like I get it. You sold a lot of deals five years ago, but that was five years ago. You, you're, you're out of touch. Um, and that's one thing I respect about Dan too, because he still puts up numbers. Yeah, yeah he 100%. still puts up numbers to this day. Yep. I mean, I think he sold like four last month, which doing nothing basically. Do, yeah, just running a company, <laughs> doing a lot of different things. I mean, he's got more on his plate than I do. You know, he's 100%. got more on his plate than all of us do here, and he's still putting up numbers, which is I think is incredible. I I think he. Uh, I, I know for a fact he sells every single month. It may not be a lot, but it's something, you know, and, and uh, he he's in touch with what's going on in the field, what's going on. So it's not just someone just barking orders at someone. It's someone who is recommending, hey, you know what? This is what I ran into. Maybe we should, like, do this instead and, you know, evolve with how the market is going nowadays. Hey, that being said, I – you know, I, I love what Dan does. I love his energy. I love what he um what he brings to the table. You know what I love? I love on our weekly calls that I always walk away with one nugget every every call. There's always something, some training that somebody's gonna get and I'm gonna say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna use that. And I implement it on the next time I'm in the house. But let's kinda wrap this up. Let's uh, I just wanna ask everybody this um this one question here, and I think this is, uh, we'll, is we'll all go it? around and do a round table. And what's the best advice you've ever received when it comes to solar? Marvin, you can start. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, again, this is like, I don't know who's listening, but if you're a younger uh, person trying to build a career and stuff. So, I was, I've been in this shoe. So, I've been in this industry for going on 10 years now. 
Um, when I first started, I was just thought I knew everything, <laughs> right? So um, I I joke around, but I love saying this, like being baptized by fire is the best way to learn. So uh, doing hands-on and just being coachable, being coachable, listening, and, and just replicating what the top reps are doing is my number one key advice that you can do because, you know, no one's trying to reinvent the wheel. There's a process that has been take. done. I'm sorry? That you got to take. Yeah. There's there's a process. There's a path that, you know, you get from point A to point Z doing a process. And there is a lot of people that have done it already before you. You know, maybe you'll you'll do something a little bit different that will enhance. And that'll be another chapter in like sales and all that stuff, but just be coachable and listen, you know? Um, I see that time and time again, even to this day, like where some people come in brand new um, and I love that they're, that they're hungry and that they want to do everything. And and I absolutely love that. It fires me up too, you know? Um, but just be coachable. You know, we're, we're trying to teach you how to be successful. You know, that's that's what our job is to do in, in upper management and upper in like leadership is to make sure that whoever it is that we have, we're taking care of our own and that they're, they're aspiring and reaching their goals and achieving something, you know? Awesome. JP. Um, I would say one of the best advice I have taken in my door to door experience. Well, let's just, keep it to solar. Well, solar is, it's a number game. Uh, you can be coachable. You can, you know, uh, you you can learn from your peers. You can learn from your you know your leaders. But at the end of the day, if you're not putting the time, the work, you're not gonna be successful. 100%. So I think it's a numbers game. If you're gonna work eight hours every single day, the result will follow. One hundred percent. So I think that's the best advice that I give him. Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dion. I'm sorry. <laughs> well. Probably say I agree 100% when with Marvin and JP. Um, something that I remind myself every single day, and I try to give an advice for myself and anybody that I know, especially from my brothers. Um, you can always do better. Is your 100% really your 100%? Exactly. So, you are you do. are you are you really working hard? Are you really listening to your manager or your leaders or your parents or your wife? Are you really want to change? Are you really want to growth? So if you really think about every single day and say, am I doing better than yesterday? Yep. To one more, one more deal. So if one you more do, theory. And, you, and you're not working hard until the last day, for example, of the month. So you you definitely not um, achieving those, and we, and we all fall into that too. I think for uh, sure, for sure. I think definitely um, doing what we do. It's uh, they call it the solar coaster. You 100%. know, we get in those um, we get in those peaks and valleys. But that's the beauty of what I'm saying that you can always do better. Yeah. Even though if this month you didn't perform at the level that you wanted to, but you can always do better. Yeah. And that's that's important. I think that the the best advice I ever got was two things of advice. I remember I was working for Vivint and I started in September and my first quarter, I signed more deals than anybody, I think in all the six offices in New Jersey. I signed 71 deals Wow! and uh, we had to get a check. So I had to come to you and before you signed, you had to give me a voided check out of your checking account. <laughs> 
and either void it out or write it for one dollar. So that's how hard that was. So I signed 71 deals and only about 14 went to install. It's about a little over 20%. And I remember sitting down, we used to do quarterly reviews and I was sitting in front of my manager and he looked at me and he goes, Joe, he goes, you signed more deals than anybody. He goes, but guys with less talent than you and less and less signed deals close more deals than you. What happened? And I sat up and I said, Anthony, I'm doing everything everybody else is doing. And that was the worst answer I could have ever given. Right? Because he looks at me, he goes, I got a question for you. He goes, do you want to be right or do you want to be rich? And I said, <laughs> I guess I want to be rich, right? <laughs> right? Because I thought I was doing everything right, but it ties into what all three of you said. It was because I wasn't taking the advice. I thought I was doing everything everybody else was doing, and I really wasn't. You know, I was signing them, but I was selling site surveys. You know, and if anybody knows what that used to be like, is, you know, we didn't care about closing them. We cared about, you know, getting them signed and then selling the site serving and whatever happened after after that. But took me a couple more years after that for the light to go on. 100%. You know? Well, um, this has been a blessing. Dude, it's I love it. This has been really fun. Great experience. Uh, it's, it's, and I it's love doing beautiful. things with you guys, you know? You know? I, and, that's, and that's why Harness is special. You know, whenever we get together on social, you know, socially outside of work, it's mm -hmm. always a blast. We always have fun. You know, we always find goofy things that Marvel do, you know, or things like that. So before we wrap up, if you want to change your life, come to Harness. 100 percent. Is that I mean, give us a try. What do you have to lose? Right. Yeah. Nothing. Right. All Somebody right. who said once. If somebody came to me and said they never had a chance, I always said to them, well, you probably never took a chance, right? So think about that. And that's, um, that's something that we have here for you. You know, if you want to come here, you want to explore what we have, you want to dip your toe in the water, I'll guarantee you it's the best culture you've ever been in in the solar industry. I know it is for me and not just because I'm here. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Marvin, for everything. JP, <laughs> Joe. Joe my Velasquez oldest friend. Brothers. That's right. I'm everybody's oldest friend. So we, we're missing my other brother, Steven. So if Steven, uh, if Steven. you're watching. He was actually closing a deal earlier. Ooh. He did? Uh, Phil credit. Oh, my God. So my that's God. a hard feeling. But Steven, I know you watch your brother. Um, um, we'll Shout see you guys out. back in Jersey. Yes. Right. Thank good. you for, for watching, guys. And see you guys soon.